And welcome into the Prairie Communication Sports Network. I am Caden Rogers here on Sunny 97.7 WMY. It is the Mammoth Roseville Girls taking on the Farmington Farmers at the shoebox of Mammoth Roseville High School for a non-conference matchup. The Mammoth Roseville Girls coming into this game at 21 and 6, 9 and 2 in the Track West Division. They took on Sherrard on Thursday night at Sherrard, unfortunately falling to them 57 to 43. Sherrard took home the Track West Division title with them, but Mammoth Roseville still having an impressive season, again at 21-6, and six, and they host the Farmington Farmers. Used to be Olympia Conference rivals, now just a non-conference rival. Farmington coming in at 7-18, and 18, but they've won their last two games, a 28-21 uh, road win over Rock Ridge and then a 55-41 win on January 28th at Kiwani. So they've got two wins under their belt recently. Uh, Mammoth Roseville, of course, coming off the loss, so it should be an interesting dynamic to this game. We are. Uh, this is the Kellogg Printing pregame show. Kellogg Printing Incorporated has been on the public square in Monmouth, Illinois, since 1924. Kellogg Printing is a full-service commercial commercial printer serving local and nationwide clients. I am broadcasting from the Vicroy's Furniture Broadcast booth. Quality furniture at an affordable price, located in Monmouth, Illinois. And this game is, of course, always powered by the Greater Warren County United Way, where 100% of your donations directly impact our communities. Casey Grant will be joining the broadcast shortly. He is heading. He is heading over from Knoxville from uh, his daughter game for his daughter's game. So hopefully they caught a, a win there. But he is heading in. He will join us on the Prairie Communications Sports Network here very shortly. Uh, the seating for the regionals was announced for the Monmouth Roseville girls. They are in the Bureau Valley Regional. They have a bye. They they earned the number three seed. Sherrard got the one seed with their impressive season. Princeton at 24 and 3 was named the two seed, and uh, Monmouth Roseville got the three seed again at 21 and 6. So they have a bye for the first round. They won't have to play in a play-in game. They will play on Monday, February 13th at Bureau Valley at 7:30 for the winner against the winner of Kiwani and Spring Valley Hall. So that's uh, that's their regional outlook for the uh, that's the regional outlook for the Monmouth Roseville girls. If you look at the stats here for Monmouth Roseville, we'll get into those. We'll get into those here. Uh, leading scorer, uh, Maddie, or leading scorer is uh, Carmen Houston, actually, with 12.7, with Brianna Woodard not too far behind at 12.2 points per game. They definitely rely on their bigs, and they're going to have to go to them early. Also in the double-digit points per game scoring column is Maddie Gillen at 11.4. She's kind of their outside scoring presence. She's an 81% free throw shooter as well. And she, shoot, uh, she shot 83 free throws, so a very impressive watermark to be 81% in high school, shooting nearly 100 free throws. But this is the Kellogg Printing Incorporated pregame show. We have no, uh, we have no coaches interview. That would have been brought to you by Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life member, FDIC, Security Savings Bank, and Monmouth. We will get to all of your starting lineups, your referees, and the uh, national anthem will be played here. We'll get to your keys to the game as well and also your uniform sponsors. But for right now, we will take a short break. You are listening to Mama Roseville Titans Girls Basketball on Sunny 97.7 WMI, the Prairie Communications Sports Network. And welcome back to the Prairie Communications Sports Network. They just played the national anthem here at the shoebox of Mama Roseville High School. That is brought to you by Stanton Insurance in Monmouthville, or Stan Insurance in Monmouth since 1919, your local all-state insurance agency. Your starting lineups are being brought to you right now. At the shoebox, Mama Roseville High School, and sliding in right now is Casey Grant. What up, Caden? 
walking in here to the shoebox. How are you today, Mr. Grant? I'm clearly out of shape as I'm out of breath trying to get up here before this game started. Right, well, you made a per- <laughs> perfect time as they are just getting ready to do the starting laps right now. Those are brought to you. Uh, brought to you by Mammoth Area McDonald's. Now hiring. Check to see what openings are available at your local McDonald's. Lineup for the Farmington Farmers. Say, did you get those yet? We did not. I didn't. I didn't get a list for the Farmington Farmers, the starting lineups, but we got them on the board. On the board here. So on the board here. So you want to take it or you want me taking? I can take it for you right now. So Rock and roll. For Farmington, starting for Farmington is Kylie Miller. We got, uh, okay, yeah, I was looking at the wrong team. My bad. Madeline Hanlon, <laughs> Kylie Miller, Mariah Hayden, Emily Valianato, and we got, uh, finally in the wing, Anna Weeble, and then for the Mama. Weeble. Weeble. Okay. Weeble, yep. She, she's a cousin. They'll get after me oh, if, if okay. I don't say it right. So it's Anna Weeble. Anna Weeble, yep. Thank you for correcting me, Casey. <laughs> you never want to get a name wrong. And then for your Mama Roseville Titans, Tatiana, uh, Tatiana, Salibaha, Maddie Gillen, uh, Mariah Reedon, uh, Brianna Woodard, and uh, Carmen Houston are your Mammoth Roseville Man. starters here. Your Mammoth Therapy Down starters. Thanks again, Caden, killing the pre-shame show. Just in time for the tip-off as Mammoth Roseville takes it. Reedon picks it up, and Salibaha is going to start off the offense here. Farmington looks like maybe in a 1-2-2 defense to kick us off here. Yeah, a little pressure on the outside as Mammoth Roseville moves it around. We had a few. Uh, we had a few sponsors we didn't quite get to. We got your referee sponsored by Keogh Eye Care. Make sure your eyes are seeing every nice. play correctly with Keogh Eye Care in Galesburg and Monmouth. Nice pass. Have, Sorry, nice pass to move underneath there. Miss, miss underneath by Woodard though. Just a miss there, but a good setup there. And the three pointer there for number one, Madeline, Madeline uh, Hamlin. There, she gets the farmers on the board right off the bat. It's a good start for Farmington here. They're coming into the hostile environment for the shoebox as a way to get them settled in. We also have your uh, MC Sport and More uniform sponsors as well, sponsored by, of course, MC Sport and More as Mama Throwsville. Maddie Gillen first missed three, and then Tatiana uh, Tatiana Tolly could not corral the rebound there, but they'll stay with Mama Throwsville. Nice block by Anna Weeble there, so underneath for the Titans. And decent look at a three pointer there. So far, Mama Throwsville doing a good job moving the ball around. Maddie thought about another three from the corner. This time, she takes a couple extra dribbles, get it to Houston underneath. Missed the first, grabbed the first rebound, and now we're going to get our first free throws here as Carmen Houston goes to the line. And I think it's going to be on number 11, which is Emily Valianados for the Farmers. Two free throws for Carmen. Just a good way to get in the basket there for Houston. She makes the first one. Yeah, and we, you know, I'm sure you, I heard a little bit of your pregame in the car, but uh, obviously a big deal for uh, Monmouth Roseville is to work underneath, get it to Carmen and, and Woodard to use them underneath. That always opens up the shots on the outside better, too, as Carmen misses her second. So, over one on the Farm King free throws there. Family sword more since 1959. Back the other direction now for the Farmers, who have one offensive possession here and one three-pointer. Good contest there for the defense of Monmouth Roseville. Now they're on the push. other way. And she's going to get a walk there. A good look there from Tali Vada reading. And she got underneath and got one extra little step there and got a traveling call underneath for another turnover for the Titans. That was a great way to uh, advance the board for Mount Elizabeth. Now a little full-court pressure. Farmington's going to throw a baseball pass that really is caught by no one but tracked down by the Farmers who loses control. That was number three, Kylie Miller. Now Titans end up with it. 
We're gonna and get a, a quick, quick body, your hand check foul there on the other end. That'll be a team second foul. First foul for number five, Mariah Hayden on the Farmers. Tally Vile right down the middle. Then lost it to, trying to get it to Carmen, lost it. Now we're back to Carmen underneath. She uses that body of hers and gets a shot up. Woodard with the offensive rebound out to Reading in the corner. Now Tally Vaughn, now Reading in the corner. She's going to shoot a three. No good. Nice rebound by Woodard who keeps it above her head and puts it back. Nice two points there for Woodard. That's what Coach, uh, that's what Coach Weber's going to love to see. He had three offensive rebounds, and they eventually got points there. Second chances, second, third, and fourth chances. Always good if you can get those, obviously. Farmington's going to travel here. Three threes are score right now. Three three. You're going to get Kylie Miller on the on the uh, travel there. Five fifty two remaining in this first quarter here. Little zone defense. Ty Vaughn just the same thing. That's the same thing she did last time. Just split the two up top. Went right down the lane. Uh, tried to dish it off. Haven't been clean passes on the on the dish there. Carmen couldn't quite handle that one, but it got kicked. And so the Titans get the ball underneath here. Seeing out of bounds play. It's just very uh, good lateral movement for Talia to split the uh, split the defense, as you said there. Good work there, and one attempt now for Carmen Houston. First rebound was kind of tipped off of Woodard, went to Carmen. She went up again, got fouled, made the shot, and now she's going to get the free throw to go with it. Post play has been very pivotal for Mama Throws though. And the free throw is no good. Maddie Gillen pulls down the offensive rebound. Then in kind of a scuffle there to get it afterwards, it ends up out of bounds off of Maddie, so it's going to go back to Farmington. 5-3 now after the missed free throw. Full court pressure from the Titans here. So far, the Farmers have just tried to beat it with long passes for the most part and have not done very good at it. Mama pushes it back down the other direction. Maddie gets a shot off, kind of wild. No good, and now it's coming back the other way for the Farmers. Like great tested shot there. there, yeah, for Kylie Miller misses, and now Tali Vaughn back for Mama Throws. Just a good recovery for Mama Throws there. Yeah, they had a couple of people back, and she had a good contested shot. The ball gets knocked away from Tali Vaughn, but retained by the Titans. Now Maddie's got an open look on the wing for a three-pointer. That's good. That's a Mama Farming Home Realty three-pointer. If you're ready to buy, sell this show, get it. Listen, get it sold with Mama Farming Home Realty. Call me 734-6600. Check them out online. Mamafarmerhomerealty.com. The other direction, three-point, no good. And a quick foul there. That's going to be on Emily Valenados. Yeah, it was just excellent form by uh, Maddie Gillen on the shot there. She has taken 194 threes, 195 now with that three. By far the most for the Titans. That's a lot of three-pointers. 79 from Tali Vaa is the next closest. And then after that, there is not uh, not a Titan with double digits. There you go. Tommy Vaughn missed a shot, but they keep giving her the middle. She drove right down the middle that time, tried to hit a little runner, and uh, was a little hard off the backboard. And I come back the other way after the farming, farmer rebound. If they keep giving her the middle there, she's eventually going to get uh, get those baskets to fall. Farmington hits a three there. And a label with a three-pointer from the corner there. Another Farmer home realty three-pointer. So far, Farmers have only scored on, on three-pointers. They've hit two. One for Anna Weibel and one for Madeline Hanlon. That's eight to six. <laughs> eight to six is your score here in this first quarter. It's a first thing was electric timeout for uh, the game here. We'll take 30 seconds. We'll come right back. Uh, eight to six in the first quarter. Mama throws it all over. Farmington Farmers. 
Yeah, welcome back here to the shoebox where the Monmouth Roseville Titans are taking on the Farmington Farmers here with 413 remaining in the first. After that Tinkins electric timeout, Monmouth Roseville has an 8 to 6 lead over the Farmers. They get the ball out of bounds underneath now. Pass down to Houston in the corner. Skip across Tally Vaughn. Woodard using her body, posting up strong. A left-handed finish there. Two points for Woodard. That's four for her in this first quarter. You're going to see a lot of successful possessions when every player touches the ball on offense, and that, that was no, uh, no exception. Full-court full pressure here paying off for the uh, Titans, I mean, as they force a five-second call there on the inbounds after the made shot. That's the kind of defense, that's the kind of turnovers you want to see if you're, if you're uh, running a full-court press. I'm surprised there wasn't a foul on that shot there. Open yeah. look for Carmen Houston, but uh, no good there. Wave with the rebound. Yeah, but about the press, uh, Scott Weber turning it up early here. Head right. coach Scott Weber. Right? Yeah, turn up the defense pressure a little bit. Wable with the miss layup on the other end. Now back this direction, reading. Monmouth Roseville going from our right to left here. Going to stay with Monmouth Roseville, yes. Knocked out of bounds. Woodard going to take it out of bounds underneath here. See another out of bounds play from the Titans. Ooh, this is interesting. I've never seen one where they line them all around the edge. Maddie Gillen. Catches and shoots, misses. Wable pulls down the rebound for the Farmers. And the Titans are back on defense it's here. Like, and it's unfortunate that that three did not go in because the Farmers were not ready for that on defense. Yeah. yeah. Poked away by Gillen. Reading picked it up, passed it up ahead to Maddie Gillen. She misses the layup. Woodard's going to knock out the rebound. And it's going to go back to the Farmers. A sub for the Titans here, Malia Killey. Uh, senior Malia Killey getting in the game here for the first time. She's checking in, give Carmen Houston a little breather. So a little bit of press again from off Roseville. It, once they, they got it, it in, yeah, they backed it off once they got it in, it looked like. But. Yeah, when you get that early uh, early success on the press, you can you know back it off and show it, but back it off. You can do a lot of things with the press now. And then a Weeble missed three-pointer there. Rebound grabbed by Keeley. Now cross-court to Tally Vaughn. She's going to go all the way to the basket, Keck collect a foul, and get two free throws for Tally Vaughn. Just cuts right behind the defense, and they have no choice but to foul there. I think they call that on, yeah, Anna Weevil there. That's going to be her first foul, senior Anna. First free throws, no good. Yeah, Tully uh, shooting, let's see, 49% from free throw. She's like uh, 67, 58 now on the season. I've got four team fouls for... Farmington, but the scoreboard says six. So it's quite possible I missed a couple here, but that's okay. Yeah, and well, no, I already see one. I didn't have one for her. So. No fouls early for Monmouth Roseville. Yeah, Me which too. is interesting with a little bit of full-court pressure. Sometimes you're more likely to get some fouls because of that pressure, but so far, great discipline. Yeah, Monmouth Roseville playing some uh, smart, tight defense here so far. Back on the defensive end here is Ty Vaugh. I don't know. I didn't hear if you said it, Caden, but she made the second free throw. Okay. Yeah, I know just now. That had a bit of a scrum there. Yeah. Stay with Farmington. Thought Maddie was going to come up with a steal there. And uh, after it kind of got knocked around a couple times, it ended up out of bounds off of Maddie. And it's Farmer Ball again as the Titans put on a little full-court pressure again. One-handed football pass down. They get it down there this time from Wable all the way down to Hanlon. And now Farmington looking to set up their offense. Mount Roseville in a standard man-to-man defense for them. Backdoor cut from Wable. They're almost knocked away, but she's able to hang on to it and pull it back out top here. Two minutes remaining in the first. Try and get the offense going for the Farmers. Woodard on Wable. 
Now top here to Hayden. She's going to take a step back. Should be a two. And she's going to collect a foul there on Reading, who kind of got into her on the jump. Uh, Reading doesn't like it. The truth is she probably got into her a little bit, and it's probably not a terrible call. Going to be just the first one on Mama Thorsville, so they can afford to And Reading's first foul. And it was just a two-pointer, so she's only going to get two free throws out of this. The first one she makes. These are Farm King free throws. The family stole with more since 1959. 11-7, 1.53 remaining in the first. Second free throw is also good after it kind of stops on the back of the rim and then falls through. Intercepted here by Farmington. They're going to have a uh, fast break here. They get stopped and slow down. Good recovery from Amit Roseville. Jump shot there by... uh, Miller is short, and now Mount Roseville back the other direction. Ooh, Woodard, she was open off side. Nice pass there. Good hustle by Wavell. That's a good look, though. Quick skip pass, and then straight underneath. Just didn't quite get it. It's going to touch off of uh, Brianna Woodard there, and it's going to stay with Farmington, or go back to Farmington. Yep. Yep, still full-court pressure. It does seem like once they get it in, generally speaking, the Titans are backing off. So they're just applying the pressure on the inbound pass, and then Backing off to play good half-court defense. Lots of back cuts from the Farmers. So far, Titans have done a good job of guarding those. As Miller gets the ball up top, guarded by Reading. There's a step back three again. That one's good. Miller with a three. She's got five in this first quarter. Tie game now, 11-11. with one minute left in the first. Unfortunately, we didn't get any three-point stats from uh, Farmington, but for the form of that shot, you can... So assume that she does really well from behind. Yeah, you assume she shoots those a lot as Maddie Gillen gets a mama farming home real big three-pointer from the That one goes down in just perfect form again for Maddie first, Gillen. Second three of this first quarter here. Now back the other direction. Miller has the ball. Quick two steps, left-hand layup. Both refs called it. And draw a foul. I think they're going to call a foul. I'm not sure the other guy might have called a, a uh, traveling, but... This ref's going to call a foul first. It's going to be on Killy, I believe. Yeah, she just yeah, kind of Killy. Split, she kind of split the defense and the ref saying that she got uh, maybe contacted on the body there. Well, on the ground, though, underneath, Miller's got the ball out of bounds, trying to get something in. She throws it all the way up top now to Hamlin. Now Wable's got the ball here. Is she gonna, they're going to leave her open. She's made one already. Missed two now, but the re- offensive rebound picked up by Hamlin. <coughs> Back to Wabel. Tries to get to the basket. Now Hamlin with a three, no good. And the Titans able to pull down a rebound by Killy. She pushes it up to Ty Voss. Stops. Little stutter. Work around. Throws up the shot. It goes in, but they're going to call a foul on the floor before the shot. So no free throws there. That foul's going to be on. I missed who he set it on, waiting for the scoreboard to flash it up there. On number Hamlin. one, on Hamlin, that's going to be her second. It's a team seven, so it is, it, despite the fact that it was on the floor, it's a one of bonus. Tommy Vaughn is able to make the first. She is shooting, again, 49% from the free throw line at this point. 15-11 now. Tommy Vaughn with her second, back half of the one and bonus here. And that one is good, too. Good, clean, pretty-looking free throws there. She's 3 of 4 in this first quarter. 14 seconds left in the first quarter. Farmington's going to push it here. They break the press. Nice pass from Wable. It's mishandled by 
She's at 25 underneath. Oh, Abby like Acker's going to take a, a shot here to end it. Three shots score. Oh, good there. So at the end of one quarter here, one quarter of play, 16-13, the Titans have a three-point lead over the Farmington Farmers. Uh, decent first quarter there. I think a lot of missed shots there from the Titans. Uh, but we'll see if they can come back and put some more of those in the second quarter. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with the second quarter in just a minute. You're listening to Titan Girls Basketball on uh, the PCSN, the Perry Communication Sports Network. Hey, welcome back to the shoebox here with the Mount Throws of Titans taking on the Farmington Farmers here on this Saturday afternoon matchup. A nice game here so far. A three-point game, 16-13. The Titans with the lead. Uh, Caden, I didn't get to hear if we did any keys of the game, but after now you've seen a quarter, what do you think of keys for the Titans here to, to maintain and maybe even uh, lengthen out this lead a little bit? Yeah, we should get to those. Robert Thompson Trucking, of course, sponsoring that. Uh, the keys for the game here, of course, they've run through their post play all season. That's just going to be something that's going to have to be going all season. So you, you can't really say that's a key. That's just something you rely on for the rest of the season. I think the outside shooting is going to be the key to this game for Mama Thorsville. The last time we saw them, Thursday night at Sherrard, it was a big difference. Sherrard was making all their shots. We necessarily weren't. So I'd like to see those outside shots start falling. And after that first quarter, they have been. Sure, sure. Well, you heard that? That's our keys of the game here. You heard them first from Caden here on the WMOI. 16-13, that was the score at the end of the first. And a couple quick turnovers here. Missed shots, rebounds, turnovers, and Farmington's got the ball back here. No score yet in the second quarter. More full-court pressure from the Titans as Finnegan makes her first appearance. Good hustle there on defense. Almost got a steal, the Titans did, but didn't quite come up with it. Kelly back on the bench now. Carmen Houston back in the game. Finnegan in for uh, who's out reading, it looks like. There's a read it, rebound for Finnegan. She's going to push and then hold up. Skip pass to Talivar. Nice bounce pass to Woodard. Good block there underneath, though. And the Farmers come up with it. Man, we got some good looks, but it's a couple good plays there. I mean, you got to give it to the defense. That's a good block on the Farmers' part there on a decent pass and look there for the Titans. Yeah, and I think for both sides, this game could be a much more high scoring, or much higher scoring than 16-13. They definitely have their opportunities. Yeah. Back on the offensive end now are the Farmers. They've gotten uh, a lot of three-pointers off. It's kind of been the bread and butter of their offense so far. Some backcourt cuts haven't worked, but they have tried some threes as Miller goes straight to the basket. Good finish there from Miller. She's going to get an and-one opportunity here. That foul is going to be on number three. Is that what they said? Yep, Which Maddie Gillen. Uh, so that's going to be Maddie's first, team's third. And Miller's going to get her and-one shot here, which she makes. That knocks the game up here, 630. 16-16, pushed up the floor now to Finnegan. Back to Talivar on the top. She looks underneath. Skip pass to Woodard. Good finish, nice pass. Good good two points there for the Titans. A lot of the times it just kind of looks easy there when they go inside and she makes that one move and gets it to go. Now pushed up the floor by the Farmer. Back to Wable. She's going to go into two defenders and draw a charge. That's going to be tough. There were two girls waiting on her, one of them. One of them had to be set, I'm guessing. There. That's, that's kind of what the official was thinking, I, I think. You know, one of them had to be set. <laughs> that's in the second uh, foul there, the team's eighth. No no free throws on an offensive foul, by the way. Uh, so, Montrose is in the bonus, but not an offensive foul. So, that's two on Anna. I'll be curious to see if she stays or if they got a puller. Not a huge bench for the Farmers. 
Yeah, I noticed that kind of pregame, just five players on the bench right now, 10 in total, of course, with the five on the floor. Yeah, good job there by Carmen Houston. She does such a good job underneath. She's not necessarily as tall as some of the other inside post players, but uh, she uses her body well to make sure she's got space and to get her shots off. That foul was on Kylie Miller, by the way. Yeah, Carmen Houston currently leads the uh, team in free throw shooting, 130 or in free throws attempted with 130. She's made 81 with 62%. She made the first one there. Well, that bumps it up a bit. And she made the second one That's as well. bump it up. Two good-looking Farm King free throws timeout there here for Carmen for Houston. Scott Weber. The Tinkins Electric timeout. If you're looking for an electrician contractor you can trust, call Tinkins Electric at uh, 335-3034. Thanks again to all our sponsors. Uh, including it's like recess for everyone. Every happy gathering is successful because of the people you share it with. Perfect for small or large groups of all ages. When you're playing simulation sports, there's no pressure to be an athlete. They're all about having fun with batting cages, pool tables, golf simulators, and a lounge area equipped with HD TVs. They have something for everyone. Simulation sports in Monmouth, Illinois. I'll tell you, yesterday would have been a perfect day. For that, it was super cold. Also, Thursday. Today is getting a little better. The forecast, of course, getting yep. up into the 40s. So. Warming up. It's already 46 or so out there now. Farmer ball underneath after that timeout. More full court pressure. Farmer's still struggling a little bit. Ooh, that's going to be a foul. Yeah, just kind of a tough. Uh, Can't really do that. Tough break for uh, Lex, uh, Lexi Finnecum right there as she just kind of got caught in the way of a driving farmer. Yeah, her first team's fourth. No big deal there, just trying to be aggressive. Again, we talked about how when we're playing full-court pressure, you're going to get some fouls like that. So Farmington's really struggled getting the ball in, though, off that. Nice pass there to Miller right down the lane. That's a good offensive, a good play there for the Farmers. Just an almost perfect cut for Hamlin yep. and splitting the defense there. 2018, fed down to Woodard underneath. Now to Finnecum outside. She gets into the lane, kicks to Maddie Gillen. Another mom of Farmington home run. Three-pointer is good from the corner. That's Three three-pointers on the day for Maddie Gillen already. 23-18, extends the lead out to five. And another five-second call for the Farmers. We got a coach, uh, coach Whitcomb looking for an explanation there. Whitcomb. I didn't. I was writing down the, the thing. I'm, I'm guessing maybe she hadn't picked the ball up yet, and he... We'll stack a stack inbounds play here for Monmouth Roseville, the classic stack here. Pressure defense from the Titans working out pretty good so far. They forced some turnovers. Definitely change it can change the momentum of the game a little bit as well. Kelly back in the game and for Woodard now underneath. Tali Vaughn with a three pointer. Also good. So back to back three for Monmouth Roseville. The key that we talked about outside shooting. It's been almost perfect here for Monmouth Roseville. Yeah, this time Farmers get the ball inbounds. They bring it up. 26-18 now. Five minutes to go in the second. Uh, The lead now fueled by some shooting from the Titans here. Nice, nice fake and turnaround jumper there from Miller. She's got a couple moves there. I'm I'm sort of impressed with her so far. 20-26 now. 12 points early for uh, Kylie Miller here. Yeah, she's definitely carrying the Farmington team here. Tyler Vaughn gets left alone. Misses it. Nice fight there for the offensive rebound from Killy. Gets it knocked away to Houston, and she puts it back. Two points for Carmen here. She's up to what, seven already here in this first half. And just like that, uh, Caden, what was a 16-13 game is now all of a sudden 28-20. to It's All of a sudden the scoring's picked up a little bit here. Great run on the back of two threes, one from Taliba, one from Gillen here. Miller's step back three again. This one's airballed. 
Gillen picks up the rebound. Tyler Miller with over half of the Farmers' points is trying to kind of be the spark here to bring it back for Farmington. Missed shot underneath. Good shot, but missed shot underneath by Killy. Rebound to the Farmers. Now Miller again. A little stutter step. Crossover. Tries to go up. Ball gets knocked loose. It's going to be Farmer ball underneath. And Woodard's going to check in for Houston now. Give Carmen a give Carmen a breather here. Everybody's looking like they're getting a little tired here at times. But Saturday afternoon basketball. That's true. I always thought it was hard to play these Saturday games just because your routine's completely different as Wable misses a three in the corner. Woodard with the rebound up to Gillen. Now back to Talivara. Out of Finnegan. She tries to feed underneath, but the pass is knocked away and stolen by the Farmers here. That's a good look, too, but maybe a little more work to get it that pass to a better spot. Keeps it out of the hands of the Farmers there. Tyler Miller uh, guarded up top by Alexi Finnegan. Now Wable up top with the ball. Man-to-man defense. Man-to-man. Ooh, we're getting a little feisty here from Finnegan and uh, 25, which is uh, Abby Ackers. They're going to call it on. They got it on Finnegan, I think. Yeah, Alexi Finnegan picks up her second foul. She's going to check out for Mariah Reading. Now, it would not surprise me if, if she didn't actually – she could have been the retaliator because most of the time the, the retaliation is it the always one that gets, gets caught. caught. It always gets caught. Defense from Killy on the, on the baseline there. Almost forces a travel here, but then throws it away forced to Gillen. To, forced to turn over anyways, and Maddie goes all the way to the basket, just misses the layup, and she's going to get two free throws. That foul is going to go on Ackers, I believe. Yeah, Ackers yep. with that foul. That's her first. I have it as her first, yeah. And the team's 10th or so, so it's going to be double bonus anyways, but Maddie's going to get two free throws. Again, 81% free throw shooter, and knocks down the first one perfectly. This one's good. The Farm King free throw. The family stole with more since 1959. Good day so far for Maddie. Three threes and now one free throw. Already up to nine points. This could put her in double digits. And she's already at 10. That's 11 now. Okay, the board up there says nine. So, yeah, so she's gonna, got three threes. I'm yep, going to bump it up to 11. Yep. Yeah. See, three threes and two free throws. Two for two now. Yeah, they were waiting for that second free throw probably to fall to update. So, yeah, 11 points for Maddie Gillen here. Good day so far. 30-20. Weeble now underneath. Gets stopped. Kicks it back out. Legal screen? Nope. They're going to call her because she ran out of bounds. Oh, okay. Miller, I think it was Miller, ran out of bounds. So, you can't – if you're not forced out of bounds, you can't on off – well, anywhere, but specifically on offense, you can't just – run out of bounds and come back in bounds. So that is a violation there. Yeah, I wasn't looking all the way down that baseline. <laughs> I didn't see anybody running past there. So that's what they're going to get on the farmers. And... You don't see that call very often, but no, it, no, it no. is definitely a rule. And in high school, I would say they don't typically do that a whole lot. Now, now we're going to get another offensive foul here. Now, is that an illegal screen? Uh, I think it was just on the battle underneath. It's going on Woodard. That's just her first. ball foul there. Seems like maybe we're getting a little a little chippy here. Yeah, just stuff off the ball there but for both sides here. Still 10-point game, 30-20, 2.30 left in the second quarter. Killy on the ball, stops the ball, knocks it loose. That should be Titan ball. What a effort from nice Malia Killy there. there. Yeah, she was either going to take the ball away for herself or force it out of bounds off Farmington and the latter happened there. So great, great defense there from pretty much the entire Mount Roseville squad this first half. Just 20 points for Farmington. Yeah. They averaged 37.2 points per game. So they're a little 
they're on their pace here so far. Uh, see that I, I like that offense and I like that thought of the wing to the corner and then straight into the post. But we gotta look first. We get to the point where that they, they can read that a little too easily and they keep knocking it out there like they did there. And Natalia Vaughn is gonna get a open look and she's gonna drain her second three pointer of the afternoon. That's another Mama Farmer Home Realty three pointer. 33-20, 13-point lead with just under two minutes to play in the first half. The Titans are ahead here against the Farmington Farmers. Back on the offensive end here. Gilstrap now with a three-pointer. That's a big answer for Farmington. That that's is gonna, a big shot. It's going to prompt Coach Whitcomb to call his second timeout, I believe, of the half. 23-33, timeout call. Let's take 30 seconds. We'll be right back here. With more Titan basketball on 97.7 WMOI. And welcome back to Mama Throwsville High School, where the Titan girls are taking on the Farmington Farmers here in the Saturday afternoon matchup. 33-23, the Titans have a 10-point lead with a minute 44 left in this second quarter. So far, it's been a tale of turnovers a little bit for the Titans as some of their full-court pressure and just general defense have caused some uh, mistakes, some steals, and some turnovers by the Farmers, and uh, they've been able to turn some of those into some points. Also, just some good shooting here. Uh, at this point, the Titans have made five three-pointers already in this first half. Tommy Vaughn, a little crossover up the middle. They're going to get her for a traveling. She got a little tangled up in the lane there. Yeah, and it was a good uh, good defensive effort from Farmington, kind of forcing her into that movement. More full-court pressure as Farmington continues their struggles of getting it inbounds on the full-court pressure here. They and Titans here really playing some denial, but defense here, and the Farmers are really struggling with that. Yeah, they've just been all over it. The Titans have on defense here. They're going to uh, – yeah. Leah Kelly's going to get called for the blocking foul, I believe, for a second. Yeah, and that's one of those – you're frustrated if you're Malia because that you weren't trying to do that one, but that's one of those. It's just going to happen sometimes. That full-court pressure, you get your feet tangled up and somebody ends up on the ground. Puts Farmington into the bonus here. With just, with just 130 and a half. Kelly second, team seventh, and the first, the front end of the one-on-one there by Hanlon is missed. Rebounded by the Titans. Oh, she had a layup, but she looked at the back of there. It would have been a nice little too unselfish thing. Yeah. Good pass there from Tommy Vaughn to Woodard. He's able to finish off there. 35-23 now. Off the ball foul again. See, we're getting a little bit. You, you apply a little pressure, they get a little frustrated on the full-court pressure. Okay, you can struggle. I they call that on uh, – I think Miller? they called – well, yeah, they called it on uh, uh, Madeline, Madeline, Madeline yeah. Hanlon there. They called it on Hanlon. That's going to be her third. She's going to check out for Abby Ackers. Once again, no free throws on the offensive foul, but you always know it's starting to get chippy when you're getting off the ball offensive fouls like that. People are – I mean, you know, Farmington's getting uh, frustrated because they can't get it in off the inbound. And that's hard, you know. Nice take by Carmen Houston and finish under the basket there. Just a dribble into the middle of the lane. It's a big credit to Mama Thurzo's defense as they get another yep. steal on the full court. Another turnover. Almost points, but they get the rebound. No, they're fighting for it. Jump ball. It's going to stay with Mama Thurzo. More good defense there from the Titans. They are really denying that inbound pass. And like you said, their defense has made it hard on Farmington. When they haven't gotten the steal, they've still made it hard to get into an offense. Yep, now Maddie, an open three-pointer from the corner. Fourth of the day, no good. Just off the mark there. I thought that one was going down. 
That would have been her fourth three-pointer of the afternoon. Now Miller back the other direction. Wavell, another open three-pointer. Nice rebound by Miller. Misses the shot. Rebound tipped away by Devon. Now she's pushing it back the other way. Have a chance to get to 40 points in this uh, second quarter, in this first half of play as Brianna uh, Woodard, Woodard is battling. Carmen gets another offensive rebound. Now Woodard gets it and puts it back up. And with 13 seconds left, Woodard's going to go to the line for two free throws. There was, what, four offensive rebounds in a row there, it looks like? I believe so, and it's going to eventually lead to hopefully points from the free throw line. Woodard now is going to get two free throws. That foul was on uh, number three, right? Thank you, number three. Crowd helping me out. I was looking down. I was on Miller. It's her second. Need all the help we can get. No kidding. Some days especially, that's for sure. First free throw is no good. Second one. On the way, short as well. Rebound to Miller. She rips the ball away. And now back the other way, eight seconds to play. Six, five, down to Wable. She's going to take a few dribbles, get the baseline, try a little underhand thing. No good. And now with one second left, it's going to be Titan ball underneath. Brianna Woodard checks out for the final second of the game for Lexi Finnecombe. One second remaining, 37-23. It's time to chuck something up from half court here. And shoot. Got it off. Got it off. Got it off. Not enough boom to get it there. And at the end of one half here, half of the game here, 37-23, a 14-point lead for the Monmouth Roseville Titans as they head into the locker rooms. We're going to take a break ourselves, get some stats put together. We'll come back with a halftime show in the second half of the game here. At the shoebox, you're listening to uh, Titan Girls Basketball on the Prairie Communications Sports Network and on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. And welcome back to the shoebox here at Monmouth Roseville High School where the Titan Girls Basketball team are taking on the Farmington Farmers. <laughs> Our halftime score here, 37-23. The Titans have a 14-point lead here at halftime. This is the LMP Insurance Agency Halftime Show for your auto home, commercial life, and farm insurance needs. Contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116 today. Again, 37-23. Caden, it's been a good game alongside Caden Rogers, by the way. I'm Casey Grant here in the Victorious Furniture Broadcast booth. Uh, 14-point lead, a nice lead for the Titans. I think uh, we would both agree that the thing that has really done it the most for them so far has been the pressure defense, that full-court press. Now, I don't know that it's turned into a direct, you know, 14 extra points, but what it has turned into – is a lot of extra possessions for them. Exactly. They, I, I did not figure on a Saturday afternoon that they would bring so much pressure, and I, I haven't gotten out, I haven't gotten the chance to get out to these, to as many girls' games as I want to. I know they've had this this fantastic season, and I've been wanting to get out to, and I'm just now seeing this, and they just bring a certain level of intensity. They go to the, they can go to the post with their two bigs, or they can go to the outside shot with Maddie Gillen, who's having a great game, and Tatiana Talibaba's got two threes. It's just been very impressive for Mount Roosevelt. 37 points at half. They average 53, so they are well above – for 53 for a game, so they are well above their pace here. They're on pace for not a very good mathematician, but about 70 points. <laughs> or about 80 points, actually. Yeah. Yeah, good It's good very start. impressive today for the Titans. And it's specifically a good second uh, quarter there. Uh, at the end of one, uh, Mount Roosevelt was up 16-13. to 13. And at halftime, of course, now that three-point lead turned into a 14-point lead. So, obviously, a nice uh, second quarter there from the Titans. And you mentioned it, Caden. There's been some good shooting 
So far, by my uh, unofficial stats here, I've got Montrose making five three-pointers already. Uh, two of those from uh, Tatiana Talivaa and three of those from Matty Gillen. Uh, so good things for both of them. With that, that take, kind of takes into some stats here. Let's uh, take a look at the first half stats, courtesy of Save a Lot of Foods in Mammoth. Save a lot of time. Save a lot of money. Save a lot food store in Mammoth. For the Farmington Farmers, they were led in this first half by Kylie Miller, uh, Jr., who uh, has 12 points already in the first half. 12 of their 23, a nice uh, nice job for her. She hit a three in the first quarter, and uh, the second quarter didn't hit a three, but still had seven points there in the second. Uh, just good bounce scoring from her. I've been really impressed by her so far. She's had some good drives, some good shots, and really seems to know uh, her way around the ball really well. So Kylie Miller with 12 leads away for the Farmers. Uh, following up behind her, Madeline Hanlon has three. Uh, Avery Gilstrap. And Anna Wayball have three, and then Abby Ackers has two, and that rounds out the uh, thir- 23 points that the Farmers scored in the first half. For the Titans, oh, also, uh, I forgot to count this. One, two, I've got them at three for four from the free throw line, uh, the Farmers, that is. They've got uh, over 10 personal fouls. They've got well, one player with three. Madeline Hamlin's got three couple players with two, so they might have a little bit of foul trouble in the second half, um, but we'll have to see how that, that rolls. For the Titans, now they are led this afternoon by Maddie Gillen. Uh, with her 11, she's got three threes and two free throws, two for two from the line. That gives her 11 total. She's followed up by Tatiana Taliva and Carmen Houston, both with nine, and then uh, Brianna Woodard with eight. So the big girls and the two shooters, those, those are the ones providing all the offense for the Titans today uh, so far. I've got them at 8 for 12 from the line, so a lot more uh, um, a lot more attempts, a lot more free throw and trips to the line, which is good. That means they're pushing it inside a bit. And just a couple players with two fouls, no real foul trouble for the Titans yet. So that's your halftime stat there from Save-A-Lot Food Stores. Um, been a good half so far for both teams. We've got about a couple minutes left in the – in the halftime here, again, this is the LMP Insurance A&G Halftime Show from the Vic Royce Furniture Broadcast booth. 37-23, if you missed it, that's the halftime score. 14-point lead for the Titans. Looking to hang on to this and keep it uh, for the rest of the second half. Caden, uh, we're going to talk about this second half. What would you say is a key in the second half for the Titans now? We've talked a little bit about the defense and stuff, but now specifically this second half. What do you think they need to do to hang on to this? Well, of course, they're going to have to keep shooting the ball well, but that's not as easy as it's said. Of course, sometimes the ball doesn't go in, but keeping that going. But also, I'm interested to see how Coach Weber treats the pressure in the second half as he's built a four-point, 14-point lead. Do they back off of it, or do they keep it coming? I say keep it coming until about maybe the fourth quarter, see where you're at from there. But if it's working right now, do not fix it, do not change it. I think they need to keep bringing the pressure in the second half. Yeah, I think one of the questions I'll have for – um, Coach Weber at the end of the game is if, if the if the pressure the full court pressure if that was an attempt to uh, bring some energy on a Saturday afternoon because you and I have talked about that a little bit on a Saturday but I wonder if that's a you kind of force them into it by making them play, play some pressure defense get that that blood pumping a little bit and get them going a little bit more so exactly 37-23 here we're getting ready to start the second half I'm assuming we're going to go. With starters uh, so far for the Farmers, I see Wable. Uh, nope, not the starters. Wable Gilstrap, uh, number 11, is Valenados. 
Number five is uh, Hayden, and number one, Hamlin. Number three, Miller, not in the game. She was the one. She did not go down into the locker room, so now she didn't just come back out. So I wonder if she's not feeling good. But here she's back out now. She's not on the floor, but I'm just what happened there, Caden. What happened there? I'm not entirely sure there. We were kind of focusing on the starters or yeah. for the players who came into the floor here, but Farmington has the ball to yeah, Nice score. finish. Nice finish from Mariah Hayden there. That's her first two points of the night. Or the afternoon, I should say. 25-37. around. Farmington's got a break here. Lost the ball. Now Gilstrap, a little jumper, no good. Rebound almost grabbed by Volianatos, but she lost control out of bounds. And now Finnegan is going to check in for somebody. For Tali Vaha, Finnegan is going to come in. Looks like Mama Throzo kind of caught a break there. The Farmington looked like a kicked ball. I'm, a, I'm assuming Mama Throzo was expecting a kick ball call and the, the play to be blown dead, but Farmington picked it up the other way, and unfortunately for them didn't score as Mariah Reading blew by the defense yeah. and draw the foul there. Great play there from Reading. Straight to the basket for Reading. She's going to get two free throws. She's yet to score today, but this might be her chance. That foul is on number one, it looks like. Madeline Hanlon, that's going to be her fourth. By my calculations, yeah. Her fourth team's first of the second half. And the first free throw is good for Reading. Again, that's a Farm King free throw, the family store with more since 1959. 38-25. 13-point lead. Second free throw is no good. Volinano's tried to save it, but she stepped out of bounds. So it's actually going to end up being a Mama Throwsville ball underneath here. So that works out just as good as an offensive rebound there on the missed free throw. Oh, nice play. Carmen Houston right underneath her easy two. Nice out-of-bounds play from the Titans there. Well done. It was almost a little too easy for Mama Throwsville. I wonder <laughs> if Farmington was kind of expecting the, the cut there from Carmen Houston. 40-25 now, seven minutes to go in the third. Pass tipped almost away by Finnegan, but reeled in by the Farmers. Now she just traveled. And they're going to get actors. Yep, yeah, they're going to get her for that she, travel. She switched pivot feet in the middle of that. Now we saw Finnegan and that's number 25 actors. We saw her and Finnegan kind of get into it a little bit there in the first half. So this will be an interesting matchup here. And See back if any of that intensity uh, – been back and forth from both the teams, especially off the ball here in this uh, entire game, especially in the first half, but it's again heating up in the second. Maddie Gillum tried to throw it underneath, kind of a wild pass in the no man's land, but it was tapped away, and now she took a pick and, pick and go, screen and go there from uh, Woodard, and the pass was kicked out of bounds. It's going to be out of bounds underneath now for the Titans. Box play here for Mama Throwsville. Back oh, look inside at that. to Houston and gets the foul. That was a very impressive play. She shoots out to the outside, immediately cuts back inside, and draws a foul. Yep. Nice job there by Houston. Two free throws now for her. And the foul with us on Anna Wable. That's her third. So I got two players, or one player with four fouls and one with three fouls for the Farmington Farmers. Might cause them some issues as Carmen misses her first free throw. I wonder if it's a Mammoth Roosevelt thing because I've been very impressed with the boys and the girls teams in their inbounds plays here. Oh, they, yeah, they sure. really They really draw some nice plays up. Uh, you know, drawing them up nice too, but you also have to obviously execute them well. And they execute them very well. 
Carmen makes the second one. So one for two on our Farm King free throws was Carmen Houston. More pressure from the Titan defense causes the ball to be knocked out of bounds. Still Farmer ball. Still trying to figure out how to – and she forgot she can't run. And after that one was knocked out, Label tried to run the baseline and forgot that she couldn't yeah, because of the because uh, there was already a play occurred. Yeah, just a small mental lapse there. Nothing nothing too major, but it's going to go back to Mount Roseville. Now Reading takes the baseline, lost the Stepped ball, out went out of bounds there. So turnover back to the Farmers. And now more full-court pressure here from the Titans to see if the Farmers can get the ball inbounded. What I'm, what I'm surprised with is that for all the issues that they're having inbound in the ball, they're not setting any screens. It's a man-to-man right. full-court pressure. Like, why the two guards aren't setting up picks for each other to try and get nice up and under there? Anna Label makes the shot. She just trying, got, to, trying to make up for the, the turnover there a second ago. Yeah, she just got Carmen Houston in the air and forced her to foul and, of course, got the shot to go in. Yeah, classic up and under there. Fake shot and then step through. Now she gets her and one free throw attempt. And it was short. No good there. Missed free throw. Finnegan wide open down low. They missed her. And we're a little late. Instead to Carmen Houston. Nice across the lane. Scoop with a right hand underneath. Good finish by Carmen Houston. Five points in this third quarter already for her. 43-27 is the lead for the Titans. Yeah, that's an especially important basket for Mama Roseville. Stopping, you could kind of sense that Farmington got a little reinvigorated by that uh, potential three-point play there. Boy, so no. it's a good way from stopping the momentum to potentially shift there. No call at all on that play. That's surprising. Tipped out of bounds there on the shot. Same play to Carmen there, but on the other side, she missed that one. Gets it to Woodard, who gets a shot fake, and down the left-hand side, and a good finish for Brianna Woodard there. There's three players in double digits on the floor now for the Titans. An 18-point lead for the Titans with 5.33 remaining in this third quarter. Farmington now at the ball. Ackers loses it. Nice hustle by Maddie Gillen. We need a jump ball as she dives on it. And it's going back from Amathrosa. Fighting ball. Killy's going to check in and give Houston a, a breather. Killy gets back in. So on the floor for the Titans right now is Gillen, Reading, Finnecum, Woodard, and Killy. For Farmington, you got uh, Abby Ackers, Mariah Hayden, Emily Valianados, and then uh, Gilstrap here. Missed three-point attempt there from Reading. As well as Valianados not picked up right away. She's going to kick out to Gilstrap, who actually traveled, but that's okay. Also, I have to mention Anna Wavell still on the floor as well. Yes. She's had a, a pretty nice game so yeah. far. Three fouls, though, but she's been able to, you know, not commit that fourth one. Fourth yep. one. Yep. Foul there on, Matt, on uh, Maddie Gillen, I think, yeah. It's going to be her second. Her second. Team's third in this second half. Three-point attempt from Hayden in the corner. No good. Rebound to the Titans. Wide open. Underneath Achilles, she gets her first two points of the game. Nice job there. The defense just kind of had trouble picking her up as she ran right past them. As I'm going to get a push call on Mariah Reading on the inbound pass. Everybody gets up laughing. I think that was a unintentional an unintentional collision there. Fourth foul on Monmouth Roseville. For the even uh, even with head the headset on, I heard that <laughs> clunk 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 on right, the ground. Right. That was Mariah's second personal, by the way. 
Now 20-point lead for the Titans as Wavell tries to cut that down and is just off the mark. Hit the rim three times, no good. Gillen now pushes it up to Reading. She's going to skip across. Dangerous pass. Finnecombe's able to grab it, though, get it to Woodard, who picks it up and finishes. Woodard underneath now. She's been on a little mini run for herself here. 12 points now. 49-27, 22-point lead for as Maddie Gillen Tried almost to grabs it. a seal but steps out of bounds there, not able to save it, but good attempt there grabbing that pass. Yeah, Mama Throwsville averages 53 points a game. They are currently sitting at 49 with a half a half quarter to go, and it's only the third quarter. Yeah. So they've got a quarter and a half left. Oh, lost control there out top, Hayden, but she hung on to it. Now gives it to Wable. Four minutes left in the third. Kelly on Wable. Farmington trying to get their offense going here. Set the ball steal. gets tipped away, lost, and it's passed up to Maddie Gillen. She tries to get a finish. Hayden gets a piece. Reading gets it, misses. Wooder gets it, misses. Now back to Reading, gets it, misses. Rebound. Now Gillen gets throw. another rebound and goes up, and they're going to get her on the ground, I think, actually. <laughs> she put another shot up, but I think the foul is going to be called on the ground. It's going to be out of bounds underneath. That foul is on uh, number 11, which is Valianatos. That's her third for the Farmers. Teams, I'm not not been good at the team fouls this game. Team's third, according to the scoreboard of this half. Woodard gets it at the free throw line, takes one dribble and a floater and scores. Just another great inbound play from Coach Scott Weber here. 51-27, now your score, 328 remaining. Timeout, Coach Whitcomb here. And a quick timeout from the Farmington bench. So we're going to take a Tinkins Electric timeout ourselves. We'll be back in just a minute with more Titan Girls basketball. 51-27, Titans with the lead here on the Prairie Communication Sports Network. Yeah, welcome back here to the shoebox with the Mama Throzo Titan Girls basketball team. Have a commanding 51-27 lead over the Farmington Farmers. 326 remaining in the third quarter. A good game so far for the Titans. They've been able to put some points on the board. And any time in girls' basketball you can throw up 50 points in three in less than three full quarters, uh, you're going to have a decent night, I think, around here anyway. So uh, well done there by the Titans trying to hold on to this. The Farmers, of course, trying to push back and maybe get uh, back into this a bit as they try a little something different on offense. And they're going to get a quick foul there. They pass it to uh, Wable at the top of the key and then had two guards cut off her. She gave it to the second one, Valenato. Ran into Killy, and Killy gets the foul out of that. Um, that's going to be Killy's third. She's going to. Team's fifth. No, that's more uh, reading. Killy saved out. Who came back? Oh, Tali Vaha came back in, right? Yes, Tali Vaha came back in here. Lexi's going to come as well on the floor. Oh, skip pass here now to Ackers. Now in the corner, Volumato. She takes the three. Long air ball. Maddie Gillen now with the rebound. She's going to push it up the floor. Down the left side, just blows by the defender. Missed, though. Woodard grabs the rebound and gets fouled on the putback, and now Brown Woodard's going to get two free throws here. Two free throws for Brianna Woodard. Foul went on uh, number number five. That is Mariah Hayden. That's just her second. Team's fourth. First free throw is short for Woodard. No good. I believe she's 0 for 3 to start tonight. It's been a struggle from the line, but she is over three from the line so far. Still yeah. 14 points in this game. 
second Farm King free throw is up and on the way. And that one's good. Got it back that time. And now Woodard will check out with 15 points. Carmen Houston will come in to give her a breather, and she's going to get a a nice round of applause there for a a really good run in this third quarter. Yep. One for two on those free throws. 52-27 now the score. Weaver with the ball on the wing. Nowhere to go. Now to Gilstrap. She's going to go down the left side. Nothing there. Lost control. Got a shot up, but managed to squeeze in and get her own rebound. Maddie Gillen gets a hold of the ball and uh, rips onto it, gets a jump ball before kind of tossing Gilstrap to the ground with the ball clean. It wasn't dirty. It just, it's just bad. Just very tough effort there. <laughs> yeah. for, and you can tell that both or all ten players on this court want the ball. Yeah. Out of bounds now for the Farmers underneath. They nice squeeze the pass into Anna Wable. Good turnaround finish there for Anna Wable. Yeah, she just kind of took on the challenge of a good a good defender for Carmen Houston. Just did that nice little turnaround move and got the shot to go. 52-29 now. Tali Vaughn drives down the middle of the lane. <laughs> Tries to dish it to Carmen Houston. I think they call it kickball is what they call them. Uh, it got tied up there. And she ended up kind of leapfrogging the defender. Awkwardly leapfrogging the defender. And round pass tipped away by Valianatos. There's going to be a foul. That's her fourth, I believe. Well, it should be if they call on Valianatos, I believe so. Yep. And they're going to check her out for Paige Stevens here. I believe Stevens' first action. So Valianatos with that foul. That's her fourth. The team's fifth. And now they bring in number four, Paige Stevens. She's on Killy here right now. Finnecum now on the wing. Tyler Vaughn through a double screen for an open three-pointer. No good. Killy with the rebound and the putback. No good. Houston with the rebound and putback attempt. No good. Still fighting for Kicked it. Kicked around. Houston ends up with it again, and she's going to kick it all the way out to Gillen. That three-pointer was long and off the backboard, and now a tie-up on the loose ball rebound there. It's going to stay Mammoth Roseville ball. So what a another sequence there. A bunch of misses and rebounds and loose balls and ends up out of bounds underneath to Mammoth Roseville again. Maddie Gillen, a drive down. Oh, what a finish there. I think that actually got blocked, and she just kind of pushed it up towards the basket and it went in. That puts them over their average here. The highest they scored in the game is 76 all the way back in November 22nd against Ridgewood. Okay. So they're about about 20 points away from that. Not sure if they're going to get to that. Yeah, they got a whole quarter left, but I would guess we might see some subs here in this four yeah. quarters. I believe Carmen Houston's going to pick up a – nope, nope. They're going to call it on Ty Vaha. So that's actually just her first. Six fouls from with Roosevelt, five for Farmington. Teams, teams close to the bowling. Six, yep. So Ty Wall picks that up underneath now for the Farmers. Up top the Wable. She's thinking about that three-pointer again. Carmen's tempting her. Instead, she gets it to Stevens. Right back to Wable on the block. couple pivots. Tries to get a shot off with a foul. Nothing called. Pushed up now to Maddie Gillen. Can't finish the layup underneath. Talivaugh grabs the rebound. Gets fouled on the putback and makes it. So now Talivaugh is going to get an and-one attempt. And now I believe that puts her in double digits. So we've got four players on the floor for Mama Thursday in double digits. And I that- believe. That foul was given to Paige Stevens, her first. The board has her at nine. With this free throw, she might get up to that. Six. Yeah, I've got her. No, I've got her at 11 now. The free throw would put her at 12, I think. 
if she made it, which she didn't. <laughs> Going to stay at 11 here, but the but Titans get the rebound. Yeah, good offensive rebound by Killy there. She tries to feed. Now Rex wrote, seeing the floor for the first time today and just mishandled the pass there. McKinley did, and it's going to be Farmer Ball. 106 remaining in the third. 56-29 is your current score here with just a minute left in the third. In the middle to Anna Wable. A couple pivots. Good spin, but just off the mark. And just no bounce on the shot there. Now Ty Vaughn's going to push it up to Finnegan. Get it into Killy underneath. Can't finish. Gets her own rebound. Back up again. No good. Now Rexrow finishes and gets an and one shot here. Only Kimmy Rexrow with 43 seconds left. You can see the uh, the entire bench stood up and cheered for that one. So they really they really enjoy the fuzz game in there and yeah. scoring. And McKinley Rexrow, the senior as well. Nice job there by McKinley to finish the shot there. Now get the end one Farm King free throw. Big toss and spin on a free throw there. One shot is up and a little short. Tipped out by Farmington. Tipped out by Farmington, I believe. Hey, yeah, Hayden tipped that out. So. Free throw is no good for Rexro, but she did make the shot, so that makes it 58-29. And now the inbound goes right to Killy, and she misses another one underneath. This time it goes to Farming for now. Yeah, this time the offensive ball goes the other direction. We've seen that a little bit this year. I mean, these 58 points, we've still seen a lot of uh, shots underneath kind of miss for the Titan girls. They've missed a lot of what I would call bunny shots, it seems like. Now, they're contested, sometimes maybe even blocked or fouled, but nonetheless. Tally Vaughn in the passing lane, picks off the pass, little crossover back to the right-hand side and finish with, with uh, a little bit of contesting there. 60-29 now. 60 points in three quarters. Again, for any uh, high school girls basketball team around here, I think it's pretty good. Stevens now underneath the label. She gets a good look, and she can't get it to fall either, but she's able to squeeze in and get her own rebound. Tipped around on that miss. Hayden misses. Now another rebound tipped out. Salivara gets it, and that expires the third quarter. The horn's going to sound. we got one quarter of play left here in the shoebox, and the Titans have a 31-point uh, lead here, 60-29 to against the Farmington Farmers. We're going to take a break. We'll come back here with the fourth quarter of action. Uh, you're listening to Titan Girls Basketball here on Sunday, 97.7 WMY. Yeah, welcome back to the shoebox here for the fourth quarter of action alongside Caden Rogers. I'm Casey Grant broadcasting here from the Vic Flores Furniture broadcast booth as the Titans get a rebound and run a perfect textbook fast break. Couple passes down the side now to Killy underneath who finishes for two points. Yeah, they're leaving the uh, the same lineup that was on the floor at the end of the third quarter here to start. We got a running clock here for yeah, the fourth quarter. Should be running clock with a 33-point lead, 62-29. Wable takes that air ball uh, rebound and throws it off of a Titan player to maintain possession for the Farmers. Into Maddie. the game comes uh, Yoseline Hernandez for Maddie Gillen. And here's another interesting wrinkle to this game. The Farmers with just two seniors on their roster. Mama throws it with eight. Valinados, another three-pointer short. Killy with the rebound. Tally Vaughn now setting up uh, the offense here. Finnecum just inside the three-point line. Rex trying to post up. Now Hernandez with the ball. Ooh, she gets in the jam, gets a little shot fake drive, a layup missed, and rebound eventually goes to the Farmers. 6.30 to play here as, yes, the clock is going to run for the fourth quarter on the inbounds play. 62-29, Volley again, guarded by Rex Rope. 
She skips to Wables. She's going to take another three-pointer, and she's going to drain it. Good night for uh, Anna Wable there. Puts her up to 10 points. That's her. should be 11, I think. Oh, no, no, yeah. You're right, 10. Anyways, uh, but that's her second three-pointer of the Another night. good play inside to Malia Kelly. That's her fourth point of the quarter. Malia Kelly, nice job there. 64-32 now is the score. Still putting points on the board. Nice drive by Valianados, but a block by Killy. Now Finnegan back the other direction. Tries to push it forward to Taliva. Stolen, now pushed back to Valianados the other way. Rex wrote on her. She's going to get a foul, and Valianados is going to go to the line for two. That foul is going to go on Rex wrote. It's been kind of a tough night for uh, Valianados. She hasn't gotten on the points board and got four fouls. There's a chance here from the free throw line. She's going to get two. That's a team seven. So both teams now being the one and bonus uh, from the line, anyhow. First Farm King free throw there is missed by Valianados. Killy checks out and into the game for the Titans, number 11, Chloe Allen. Another senior getting uh, some playing time here. That second free throw, by the way, was made. By Valianados. I have to think that uh, he's going to have a lineup of seniors here to end. Yeah, Gilstrap now picks it up on a steal there. Wow. They're going to get an off-ball foul on Valianados. She's going to foul out of the game here. I would think so because she kind of ran over Hernandez there. And checking into the game will be uh, Ella Peppel, just a sophomore for the Farmers. So... That foul goes to Valinados. That's her fifth. She fouls out. That's uh, eight team fouls for the Farmers. Holly Vaughn checks in for uh, Emma Robinson, another sophomore. Because it's a loose ball foul, uh, still a, a double bonus here. So Hernandez, I mean, not a double bonus, sorry, one and bonus. Hernandez is going to get a one-on-one here. First one's no good, and Wable with the rebound. Back the other way now, Wable at the top of the key. 64-33 still. 3.55 remaining in the fourth quarter. Hayden going to drive. Now kick out to Hanlon. Now back up top. Gilstrap now to Hayden. She's going to the basket. Nice kick to Wable. Little jumper is good. And Wable makes a little jumper. 35-33. Yeah, just good. Uh, a little good bit up. of an echo here. Yeah, we're having trouble with that here, but now back here. Back the other way, 64-35. Hernandez underneath the Finnicum tries to finish. No good. Rebound to Hayden. Now back the other direction. The farmer's trying to push the ball up the floor. But a nice steal there. That's Emma Robinson in the game for the first time. Gets a steal. Pushes it up to Finnicum who can't handle the pass cleanly and ends up traveling. So just a recap here, the, the Titans have on the floor. Chloe Allen. Emma Robinson, McKinley Rexro, Lexi Finnegan, and uh, Yoselim Hernandez. I believe those are, I don't know, Robinson's a sophomore. I was going to say they're all seniors, but that's not true. All seniors except for one sophomore. Huh? Tipped out of bounds by the Titans, and we get a few subs from the Farmers now as well. End of the game for the Farmers. 25, Abby Acker, she's back in. And I uh, can't see her number over there. 15. Molly uh, Zabarak, 
Zaborak. That's probably that's Zaborak. what I got. The pronunciation I got is Zaborak. Zaborak, yep. Stevens still in, along with uh, Gilstrap, and then number 10, Ella Peppel. Gilstrap's going to And we're going to get her for traveling there. A little, a little helter-skelter underneath there. She's just trying to get to the basket and uh, not able to do it without traveling there. 64-35, two minutes to go in the game. A nice game for the Titans so far. Now Robinson bringing the ball up the floor with a little pressure from Paige Stevens. Now to Finnegan. She's going to drive. Nothing there. Now to Robinson on the wing. Back to Finnegan. Oh, and she just throws it away to Gilstrap. Finnegan tries to catch up, and she's able to pick her pocket and get it back after throwing it away. Good hustle there from Lexi Finnegan. Now Gilstrap's going to try and pick the pocket. Lots of contact, but no foul call. Now Hernandez gets it. She goes to the basket and loses control. Robinson on the wing. Finnegan up top. Trying to look underneath. Allen now on the wing with the ball. Now back to Finnegan. One fifteen to play. Hernandez on the wing. Good pass. Good open look there. Finnegan misses it, though. Puts up her own rebound. Missed again. Knocked out of bounds by the Titans. Farmer ball now. One minute remaining in the fourth quarter. Coming back the other direction. Hayden is uh, yeah, Hayden is going to check back in for Gilstrap for the Farmers. 50 seconds remaining in the game. 64-35 is your score right now. Titans with the lead. Ackers up top. Drive. Little runner bank shot. Nice finish there by Abby Ackers. We'll see Monmouth Roseville. 37. How they handle it just 30 seconds, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're going to handle it by throwing it away on accident. Bad pass there goes out of bounds. Farmer ball, 20 seconds to go here. Hayden bringing it up, top of the key, picked up by Robinson. Ackers, pass knocked away by Hernandez, picked up by Ackers. Yep. 10 to go. Now in the corner, back to Ackers, 5 to play. She tries, gets nowhere. Allen with a steal. Two seconds left. She's going to hold on to it. That's going to finish the game and do it. So the Titans come out on a Saturday afternoon, pick up a game against the Farmington Farmers and have a nice showing out here. They put up 64 total points, 64-37 is your final here. The Titans get the uh, W. We're going to take a break, uh, come back with our post-game report, and our uh, we'll get a post-game interview from Coach Weber as well. So stick around. Uh, you've been listening to Caden and I here on the Sunday 97.7 WMOI. We'll be back with the postgame show in just a moment. Hey, welcome back to Monmouth Roseville High School here where the Titan girls took on the Farmington Farmer girls in this Saturday afternoon matchup. The Titans come out on top with a 64-37 to victory over the Farmington Farmers. A nice performance offensively and defensively from the Titan girls this afternoon. Good intensity for a Saturday afternoon this is the Lair's Collision Center postgame show. If you have collision damage repair, call Lair's Collision Center, 734-1949. Lair's Collision Center, professional auto body repair, drivers trust. But good game here on both sides. We'll have Coach Weber up here in a few minutes and get a postgame interview from him. But in the meantime, we'll jump right into some stats here for both teams and get going on that so we can get those out of the way. Uh, starting with the Farmington Farmers, they were led in scoring here tonight, or this afternoon, I'm sorry, by both Kylie Miller and Anna Abel, who both finished with 12. 
Miller only played the first half, actually. I'm not sure if she was injured or sick or what the deal was, but uh, 12 points each for them. Uh, they were falling up by four points from Abby Ackers, three from both Madeline Hanlon and uh, Avery Gilstrap, two points from uh, Mariah Hayden, and one with Emily Valianados. That gets your total of 37 and four for seven from the line for the Farmers. Real quick, as we get Coach Weber on the Titans here, they were led tonight in scoring by uh, Brianna, <clears throat> Brianna Woodard finished with 15, followed by Houston with 14. Tatiana Talivan, Maddie Gillen both had 13. Six for Malia Killey, two for Mariah Reading, and one for Lexi Finnegan. That score uh, rounds out to 64 and 11 for 21 from the line. That's your uh, post-game stats here. Uh, your post-game scoring update brought to you by Midwest Bank. Right now we got Coach Weber joining us here for a post-game interview. Coach, congratulations on a W. It's always nice to throw up 64 points on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, nice win for the girls. Good intensity. And what's your initial thoughts here after this game? You know, you never know what you're going to get on a on a Saturday. So thank you. You know, we we talked about we're most teams usually aren't good on Saturday. Yeah. You're, out, you're out of you know schedule. You're not in in, in thinking anything. But I thought. Uh, we had a couple minutes of maybe not real intensity, but I thought our second half was probably as good as we can play. I thought yeah. we did a very good second half. I thought offensively and defensively, I thought we got after it. The full-court pressure obviously played a part uh, in the game in the first half. Was that one of the things you put in today, uh, maybe to try and bring up that energy uh, and kind of start that a little bit? Or But we always work on it, and sure. we always want it to be part of it. And we, we changed a few things up today where instead of being more of like a zone, we did a little run and jump, maybe a little, yeah. little more man just to – not, I mean, other than to wear them out, really. Yeah. I mean, make them work for what they're going to do. I mean, they got some good players, and, and we want players to have to work for what they get. And I thought yeah. today we did a good job. And a credit to those girl, to your girls for that defense. They denied I mean, I, that's more five-second calls and struggle getting the ball inbounds. And I've seen in a high school game for a long time. So credit to the girls and the defense for that. A nice night, good rounding score. And here, Tatiana Talivada, Matty Gillen, Brianna Woodard, and Carmen Houston, all in double digits. Just a good offensive game from all four of those girls tonight. Yeah, and that's that what makes us hard to guard. You know, we've got good, really good posts. We've got really good guards. Yeah. You know? And so, if you want to take our, our posts away, okay, we'll, we'll, we we got confidence in our guards. Yeah. If you want to get out and guard, then I feel we've got advantage with our post. And I thought today that, especially second half-wise, I thought if we missed a shot, I thought we got to the boards really good today. Yep, yep. So, nice win today against Farmington this afternoon. You improved to 22-6. and six. On the sixth, which is uh, what is that Monday? Monday. You had to, or you get Orion here at home, right? At seven o'clock. Yeah, and it's a, a great night for us in the program. Uh, we get to honor our nine seniors. Yeah, that's, senior night. Yep. You know, I just told them downstairs. That's a credit to them, but but more of a credit putting up with me for four years. You know, <laughs> a lot of schools we see a lot of senior nights. And you see one, two, maybe three, but you never see eight or nine. Yeah. And so it's something that uh, I'm super proud of. The girls have been awesome. It's a great group. It's gonna be a tough group. I don't know if you replace them, you know, yeah. for sure, but uh, great group. And I, if you're not doing anything Monday, come out and, and honor the girls for what they've done for especially me, but especially for our program. Yeah, definitely. Good core group of girls there. Whether they're on the, on the floor not all the time or not, but still good core leaders uh, for a team to have that many seniors. Good, yeah. good examples for the younger kids. Too. Yeah, it was awesome. You know, we, we, had a, we had a breakfast at my house today after our shoot-around, and you go out into our great room and – they're all laying on the couch, laying on the floor, all covered up under under a blanket. They're probably going to get mad at me for saying it, but they're watching Paw Patrol, some cartoon. <laughs> uh, but whatever it takes. But uh, it, it is a great group. And yeah. Close on and off the court, and I think that's what makes them so special. Always always good to have that. Well, again, this head coach Scott Weber here 
Uh, appreciate you coming up, Coach. Uh, any final thoughts before we let you get out of here for the rest of your Saturday evening? No, we appreciate you guys covering. Um, I know you guys got things to do on weekends too, but you know, thanks for taking your time covering us. Um, hope for big things coming up. You know, we got uh, two games left, and we get into regionals. But yeah. we're looking forward. But uh, thank you for your time. Yeah. And, uh, and congratulations on the three seed. You get to bypass the playing game, so you get to go straight to the Bureau Valley. Or where are you playing? At? Yeah, we're playing at Bureau Valley. Bureau Valley, right? It's your regional game. Of course, that's a week away. You got a little bit of time before yeah. that. Uh, but congratulations on the three seed there. And, of course, uh, we'll be around. We'll be watching some games. You say i got better things to do. I say there's nothing better to do than basketball on a Saturday afternoon. Well, I wasn't going to doubt your exciting life, so I, <laughs> I thought I'd throw that in there. But uh, appreciate you guys taking the time to Yeah, do thanks a lot, Coach. Appreciate it. Again, head coach Scott Weber here for the Monmouth Roseville Girls uh, Titans basketball team after a 64-37 victory over the Farmington Farmers. We got our stats in. Again, those are brought to you by Midwest Bank. Uh, your locally owned community bank and Mass you member at the IC. Uh, Kate, let's jump right to our players of the game here. Uh, ben Olson Country Financial, planning for a secure financial future, takes knowledge and experience to make the right decisions. It's best to work for a professional like Ben to help build a plan for today and tomorrow. How about an offensive player of the game for you tonight, Kate? Well, before we get into those, I do want to mention. Oh, yeah, you had the Monmouth College game. On, our, uh, on AM 1330, FM 94.1 WREM, we've had the Monmouth College versus Grinnell games for the men and women's basketball teams. The women got the win in our first game at around 1 o'clock, 54-49 to 49 over Grinnell. The big Midwest Conference win for them. And then the boys, I, or the men, I believe, are in second place in the Midwest Conference with only one loss. Right now, they trail 64-41. to 41. Mm. With 2.15 left in the first in the half. first half, yeah. Now, of course, if you know anything about the Grinnell men's yep. college basketball they're gonna, team, they're they are high-powered. They're going to put some points up. They are going to put some points but up. But Monmouth, Monmouth College has traditionally played really well defensively today, of course. Yeah. Not so far, but a whole second half to go. Sure, sure, sure. Yep. But on the, on the original topic here, the offensive player of the game, um, you could really give it to four people, maybe five, that stepped up and scored double digits. Great effort there. I think there was kind of a tale of two halves with the scorers. I believe that Brianna Wooder was kind of the second-half scorer. She went, on a, she went on a run in the third quarter to kind of build the lead, mm-hmm. whereas Maddie Gillen was kind of the scorer in the early quarter with three threes, or in the early half with three threes. Uh, it's a tough call. I'm going to give it to both Brianna Wooder and Maddie Gillen here. I can find that. I always kind of say I'll just choose one, but today it was really tough here. So I'm going to go with Brianna Woodard, especially for her second-half performance, and Maddie Gillen, especially for her first-half performance. So Maddie Gillen and Brianna Woodard on yep. the offensive end. I can get behind that. Like you said, there were four players that with double-digit points here today. Uh, so, you know, it's hard to pick just one, but I, I can get behind that. Those two seem to really uh, get things going here for the Titans today. So that's your Ben Olsen Country Financial Offensive Player of the Game. How about a Clark and Glasgow Office Defensive Player in the Game? Uh, brought to you by Clark Glasgow Law Office in Monmouth, representing clients in a wide range of criminal defense matters. Visit ClarkandGlasgowLaw.com. On the defensive way, it was really much of a uh, much of a team effort there, especially with the pressing, both in the first and second half. So there was a good scheme in place. In terms of a player that kind of stood out the most, I would say Carmen Houston was all over, all over in the paint, especially with making it kind of tough on the post players. We saw. Uh, Players like uh, Anna Wabel and Valionados kind of struggle in the paint there mm-hmm. and pick up some fouls. So Carmen Houston was all over on defenses, on the defensive end. So I'm going to give the Clark and Glasgow Law Office defensive player of the game to uh, Carmen Houston. I can get behind that. Like you said, uh, when we talked about in the postgame there, that a good defensive effort all around for the Titans, honestly, tonight. 
or today, I keep saying tonight, this afternoon, this with the with the yeah, with the full court pressure and the and the defensive steals and the turnovers, the five second out of bounds calls there, all that stuff that was forced there from the defensive end, just a good all around game. Uh, honestly, on both sides of the ball for the Titans today, a good good momentum builder as they head into this last week of the regular season in the regionals. Uh, which anytime you can head into regionals with a little bit of momentum is a good thing. So congratulations again. Another 64-37. That's your final here tonight. The Titans beat the Farmington Farmers. Uh, a good, uh, a, a tight game for not very long before uh, uh, really Mama Rosa took control of the press in the first half and uh, just never let up until we ended up with a running clock in the fourth quarter. So a good game overall for both the offense and the defense there. They'll be back in action again on Monday night for Senior Night at 7 o'clock right here at the Shoebox. I'm sure we will have that on the radio as well. So make sure you, well, first of all, if you can come in person, you should come in person because it's Senior Night. Uh, But if you can't be there, we'll have it on the radio as well on Monday night. I know we've got some other games. Uh, The United's got a couple uh, uh, Senior Nights next week, I believe. And then, of course, regional play for the girls starts a week from today. January 11th. Uh, So we will start seeing some regional games as well. So lots of good basketball coming up. Lots of competitive basketball and some important basketball coming up here. It's been really heating up, especially on, um, I can say on our end, on the Prairie Communications Sports Network, we've had these past two weeks just loads of games on yeah. both AM 1330 from 94.1 and lots right here of, on Sunday Yeah, lots of stuff 7. today. I mean, you and mentioned it's not, it. It's not going to slow down. We have regionals uh, stepping up some senior nights, so yep. a lot of basketball. It is just now, it's really heating up. And you mentioned it a second ago. If you want to catch the rest of that Monmouth College game, the men's game, you can do that on on, uh, 1330 WREM. And I believe the boys play later tonight, don't they? The Monmouth Roseville boys, I mean? Uh, They, I believe, tip off at 430. So pretty shortly they are are, uh, at East Moline against a very tough United Township team. Yeah. A really good Western Big Six team. So So stick around, check it out, listen to some basketball. There's plenty going on. You can have some fun and know what's going on locally. Again, 64-37 tonight, Caden. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you back at the uh, board you. now. we got Elena today was helping. Appreciate her help making sure we're actually on the air. Thanks again for starting today without me. Right. Uh, my daughter did win, by the way. I was awesome. listening to your pregame. She did win a whopping 11-7. to okay. Super high scoring fifth grade girls basketball. Awesome. Uh, but it is a tournament, so she gets to play again tomorrow. So, we wish her luck uh, in that game, too. Good, good for them uh, as well. But uh, thanks for uh, filling in. Covering that pregame, you don't need me. You could have done the whole thing and have been fine. Uh, appreciate everyone listening today. Thanks to all the Titan fans, to the girls' basketball, and for Coach Weber for coming up for the postgame interview. Uh, you'll be hearing some more basketball from us over the next few weeks as well. But for now, we're going to sign off and wish you a happy Saturday evening from the shoebox here. Again, 64-37, your final. Mama throws it with the win over the Farmington Farmer Girls basketball team. That's it for today from the Prairie Communication Sports Network. And uh, from Sunday 97.7 WMOI, thanks, everyone. Have a great rest of your uh, weekend.